Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7-365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join up. Let's get this show started. I'm thrilled to welcome James Brizione to our show today. And James is a chef, an author, a TV personality, and the culinary director at the Institute of Culinary Education in New York City. James is also the first two-timed CHOP champion for the Food Network's hit TV show, Chopped. James is out with his latest cookbook, The Great Cook, which is following up his previous cookbook that he had tremendous success with called Just Married and Cooking. And we're going to talk with James today about The Great Cook. It's a fantastic cookbook. If there's a word for cookbooks, this would be right up there. It's it's beautifully done. He has a lot of great information in it. And we're going to be back in just a moment to talk with James. All right, I'm back with chef, author, TV personality, and the director, the culinary director at the Institute of Culinary Education in New York City, James Brizion. So thanks, James, for coming on. We were talking earlier about this great cookbook, but it's a perfect name for it because it really is a great cookbook that you are just coming out with. And I wanted to know about the inspiration for this cookbook. Oh, well, well, thank you so much. I'm cer- certainly very excited about the book, uh, as you mentioned, called The Great Cook. And, you know, for me, it's kind of the, the turn that my career has taken now that I never really knew or expected it was going to take. Um, but I'm, I'm a teacher now uh, after you know, over 12 years in, in fine dining and some great kitchens all across the country. Um, you know, and I spend most of my time teaching. And that's really what this book is about. It's about teaching as well. Um, you know, we've just got the, the book. It doesn't have traditional chapters, but they're lessons. Uh, and each, you know, each section of the book, there's 36 lessons in the book that kind of walk you through step-by-step how to master a great technique in cooking. Um, there's wonderful step-by-step photos and also, you know, my voice and my advice work through the, um, as, as we work through the lessons, kind of, kind of giving you tips and hints and encouragement all along the way. Well, the great thing about The Great Cook is that you really talk to us in terms that lay people can understand. You you give us permission to go outside the recipe. In fact, you say that the recipe is just a guide, and you encourage us to tweak it here to to our own styles, our own liking, and you kind of give us permission to do that. I think a lot of times we think that we have to stick to that recipe um, or else we're going to ruin it. But you give us these different uh, variations that we can go off in and experiment yeah, and I think that's, you know, that's the most important part of cooking. I, you know, for me, you know, writing my first book uh, that I wrote with my wife, Just Married and Cooking, it was really hard for me because I I didn't learn to cook with recipes. Um, you know, I, I I learned to cook in kitchens as a teenager, and I was handed a pile of things and told, here, take these, put them like this, and then go take them to the stove and do this with them. And I just learned how to do things, and nobody told me, okay, you need a cup of onions. You know, I just, they're like, here, chop up onions and, and use the correct amount. Um, and so, you know, kind of that idea of, a, of you know, recipes are a great guide, 
Um, but we don't need to just, you know, hold them. So I think sometimes we hold them a little too dearly. They're, they're, they're good guides and they can kind of show us where to go. Um, but you know, if you follow your GPS too closely, you might turn left into a lake one day. Uh, so you want to, you want to keep your eyes on the road and just, you know, use a little bit of common sense there too. And another thing about the great cook is you also break down things in a healthy way. You give us the, the, um, the calorie intake. One of the, um, I, I, I love pecan pie and my family's from the <laughs> South and pecan pie is a staple at our house, but you break down this new pecan pie recipe of the maple bourbon pecan pie. And you give us a calorie count, which is, I mean, I don't even know how much a regular piece of pecan pie has, but yours only has 240 calories, which is way <laughs> down from traditional pecan pie. It, you know, it definitely is. And you know, the cooking light has been a great partner in this book. So you know, we have all of these incredible recipes, uh, you know, from the Cooking Light Test Kitchen. So, we, you know they're healthy, you know they're great, you know they're going to turn out great every time. Um, and that's, you know, the, so it's been really exciting to, you know, to partner with Cooking Light. You know, for me, kind of healthy cooking and, and fitness and activity have become a big part of, of my life. Just, I'm not fishing here, but just yesterday was my 35th birthday, so I'm feeling a little... I'm starting to uh, to feel like I'm really beginning to become a grown up now, and uh, <laughs> you know. I'm well, happy more, birthday! Be, thank you, thank you. We've got to be more conscious of these things now. Of, you know how we're eating and taking care of ourselves. Uh, you know, and and um, now with now with little ones around, and who who would love to? If I have my little daughter with me, who's five, and and she loves to she loves to help out in the kitchen, and you know we're gonna start teaching healthy healthy habits to her as well. Well, and, and those, and it doesn't have to be boring because you have the salted caramel ice cream and we're going to be making that. That is going to be one of the main things that we make this summer. Um, and I saw your recipe and I ran to my husband because he loves to make ice cream, but he kind of just always makes the same one. And I'm like, look how easy it is. We can have that. And, and we really like salted caramel. So <laughs> that was right up yeah. our alley. And salted caramel brownies in there as well. I'll tell you, I'm very excited. I know any day now we're going to be getting rhubarb into the Union Square Green Market. And I'm, I'm looking forward to making that rhubarb ice cream that's in there as well. Mm -hmm. I, I am, Tim, going to have to sneak that one in because I think that he will think that's a little over his, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> a lot of his network, so to speak. But I know he can do it, and I love rhubarb. Yes, yeah, me too. I cannot wait. And I, now, I, I tell you, we're still dealing with this cold here in New York, but I, I, I swear spring's going to be here any day. I hope so. I hope so. We were having really great weather, and then all of a sudden it just turned on a dime, and, and uh, we got horrible weather again. And I guess April can be like that. I always try to, like, put that out of my memory that it could be like that. I always <laughs> want to accept that it's not. <laughs> but, th but then it goes in the, um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, think you're, I think I think I think so many things tend tend to work that way. You know, a year removed, you're like, well, I don't remember ever being like this. But this is clearly the worst spring we've ever had, and you know, I think we might find ourselves saying that every single spring. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's getting like that. That's for sure. And you you talk about the importance of farmers market in the Great Cook, and you go to a lot of farmers markets, and I I think a lot of us get intimidated by farmer's markets. And, you know, we, we, we know we can buy broccoli, <laughs> but there's also some other really great things at farmer's markets. And you encourage you know, us to take advantage of those. 
so many great things. I mean, of course, you know, the greatest, we have a whole little section there on, on the heirloom tomatoes, you know, which, are, which I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, those, I tell you what, if, if you want to look good and impress somebody, just grab some heirloom tomatoes because just the shapes and the colors on their own make you look like, make you look like an artist by just putting them on the plate. Um, you know, but there are so many things, and that's, that's really where, you know, great healthy meals begin. Um, you know what, it's great if it's at a farmer's market, but, you know, fine if it's just at your local store with good fresh produce. Um, you know, I think so many times we focus on, on cooking the steak or cooking the chicken. Um, but, you know, vegetables, vegetables play such a big part of a meal. They can be, they can be so great. Um, so we, we really do spend a lot of time looking at, you know, great ways to prepare vegetables and incorporate them into dishes with meat. And it, it's, it's fun to get out and go to the farmer's market and you really make the experience becomes a social experience. It comes an entertainment experience um, and you get to meet some great people. You get to actually meet the producer of, of the, of the product. And, uh, you know, absolutely. And, you know, for, for me being here in New York city to have, you know, these farmers coming in from all around and, and you know, standing almost in the shadow of, of the empire state building, talking with a farmer, looking at his carrots and still, some dirt hanging on to them is, is such a cool experience. But I think, you know, everywhere I grew up in, grew up in the South as well. And, you know, in Birmingham, Alabama, I mean, we, we lived by our farmers, you know, who would deliver, deliver food to the restaurant every single morning coming in the back door with, you know, crates, crates of fresh food. And it, it is wonderful to, to connect and, and understand the story of, of where the food comes from. Of course, being from the Pacific Northwest, I was thrilled to see that you had a recipe on mussels because our pin cove <laughs> mussels were very proud of here. And I was so happy to see that in there because you gave different variations on, on ways to cook mussels, which I actually really, really love mussels. I, you know, I, I do too. And, and you know, if, in case we scared anybody off with the, uh, with the talk of, healthy uh, of it being a healthy cookbook we are still we are still cooking the mussels with bacon so you know <laughs> while while we're being healthy we're, we're still using bacon in, in a number of recipes but you know responsibly and you don't need you know you don't need a ton of it but uh, you know mussels are, are such a wonderful they're so quick and, and you know quick to prepare um and i mean you know the best part i think of mussels is they just sort of naturally make their own wonderful sauce you know you don't have to work too hard to to turn them into something great and they're not very expensive either. You can have a nice seafood dinner for, you know, relatively, you know, just a, a very small amount of money. Absolutely. And kale. Let's talk about kale. Nobody likes to use the K word, but you, you talk about <laughs> kale. And kale is something that I just really recently incorporated into my diet because I'm an easy bruiser. Like I just can walk and <laughs> someone will say, how did you get that bruise? I'll go, I don't oh. I even know I had one. And kale's really good for bruising. So I started incorporating it more into my diet and I don't bruise as, as easy because it's so high in vitamin B, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, you're just t- totally you know, loaded with vitamins uh, D, E, and K, all of them. It's really, you know, just a, a great and healthy vegetable. And I think it can be, uh, you know, prepared in, in so many different ways. I mean, we have a great kale salad in there, um, but, you know, kale chips as well. It's such a, mm-hmm. you know, a fun thing to make um, that are incredibly easy to do. And they, you know, they make for a great snack. I think, you know, um, at least for me, I, we, we love it in my house. So it mm-hmm. tends to be like whenever we, whenever we make kale, whether it's a salad or, or, you know, saute it as some greens, it tends to disappear very quickly. Uh, so they're, 
they're gone so quick. So, you know, the kale chips are, are a good thing to kind of stick around and keep in the pantry uh, for an easy snack at any time. Yeah, we have really enjoyed kale chips. I started using them as croutons on my salad oh, because they have that uh, because they have that crunchy, you know, that that crunchiness to them. They really do. Yeah, that's a great idea. I like that. I mean, I think I might steal that from you. <laughs> Go ahead. You have my permission. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But um, you grew up kind of cooking your way through. Florida. And one of the things I really loved about Florida, and I was really happy to see someone else who um, who kind of had that Florida shrimp experience, is that <laughs> there's something about Gulf shrimp that is so good. And I was hoping that you could kind of tell me what that secret is. Because when I go to Florida, well, I love their shrimp. Well, I tell you, you know, I mean, when you're, when you're in Florida, I think, you know, one of the biggest advantages is, uh, you know, most, most of the shrimp you're eating in Florida have never been frozen. Um, so that's, that's number one. Um, you know, even though, you know, there's nothing, not, there's nothing wrong with frozen shrimp. They're very good. And, you know, the, uh, often, you know, sometimes they can be even better than, than a, a non-frozen shrimp because they're just preserved there at the peak of freshness. Uh, but you know, what we love in Florida is we've, we've got those great warm water, uh, those great warm waters that the shrimp are coming out of. Um, and you know, those, those waters are very active. So the shrimp eat very well. Um, and they're just so flavorful, you know, the little, the, the littler shrimp, uh, you know, the best little ruby reds, um, just so flavorful and tender and sweet. So yes, we, we do love, we do love getting home and getting our good, getting our good Gulf shrimp. Um, and, you know, I think if you, if you ever see those in the mar in, in your local market, you know, grab, grab those Gulf shrimp because they really are, you know, fantastic and so flavorful. Um, and then, yeah, you know, I think like, like we, I, I have a, a big love hate relationship with shrimp because I do love them. Uh, they're delicious and, and so easy to cook. But as I said, I spent, I spent hours and hours as a teenager peeling hundreds upon hundreds of shrimp, uh, you know, standing at a sink at my very first restaurant job. So, so there, there's definitely some love hate there for me. Absolutely. That really is the worst part. <laughs> it is doing that. <laughs> let, let, let's talk for a second about your experience on Chopped. You, you were the first two-time winner on Chopped. Um, when, when you're in um, or on a, a television show like that and, and you're with, with your peers and you're in this competitive situation, do, do, do you walk away with with something more than than just a, a television experience you do do you actually learn something in, in that environment you know I, I think you do uh, you definitely do I mean the the intensity of, of that is is really incredible and, and it's you know as, as stressful as it looks on TV it's it's every bit of that inside in the room um, you know when we go through it and there's no there's no tricks um, there's no TV timeouts I mean we have to start cooking immediately and it's, and it's incredibly intense and, and hugely competitive. And, you know, everyone there really, really does, you know, want to win is trying to do their best. Um, and I think you, you know, probably for me, some of the biggest, you know, things that came out of, of competing on three different episodes of Chopped were uh, some good friends. You know, I think once you have that sort of shared experience, um, you know, one great chef and not Emoti, who is, uh, you know, here in New York city, two great restaurants, we, we competed against each other and, you know, you spend, it, you spend a full day. I mean, it's, it's about 12 hours to go through to the final round. Uh, you know, you spend that much time with somebody, you, you, um, while well, we had fun competing against each other, we got, we got pretty friendly too. And, uh, you know, have, have remained friends since. 
Do you, um, I, I would imagine that chefs like firemen or policemen or radio people, you know, you, you, they, they kind of gravitate to hanging out with, with, with other chefs. Um, is, is there a, a friendly competition when you, because most of us have dinner parties and our friends don't have a clue uh, <laughs> if, if we did something correct or not. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think there, I think there is, and I think there's, you know, kind of that that part of being a chef that you can sort of never quite turn off. Uh, you know, when you're when you're going going out to eat, you're you're always in, kind of inspecting the plates and and looking, uh, you know, exactly what everybody else is doing and kind of dissecting what's happening, uh, you know, with the food in front of you. But then, you know, when you get together, um, I think it's you know always fun, and I think there's there's a constant you know one-upmanship. Um, you know, if, if if you're ever uh, lucky enough to get invited to to anything where a bunch of chefs are cooking, you definitely want to take that invitation because uh, they are all bringing the very best with them. You know, they're they're bringing out their 100% A game on that because uh, yeah, we all want to be we all want to show off a little bit. We all want to prove that we're, we're a little bit better than the other guy. That would be a fantastic party to get invited to. <laughs> You have to make friends with some people in the in the in the in the, in the, in the restaurant industry. Yes. Well, it's called The Great Cook. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and fine bookstores everywhere. If they don't have it, ask for it. They want to sell you books, and uh, I'm, I'm sure that they will have it in the bookstore. But if for some reason you don't see it, be sure to ask because they are happy to order it in for you. But it is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and and. And anywhere books are sold. So thanks, James, for coming on. It was really great to talk with you. I really love The Great Cook. It's a great cookbook. In fact, I was saying earlier, if there was, I'm sure there probably is awards for cookbooks, but The Great Cook would really be up there. It, it ought to be nominated because it's a beautiful book. It's easy to understand. It's recipes that we use in our life and that we can incorporate and eat eat healthier, but still eat. We don't have to give up meat. We don't have to give up ice cream. We don't have to give up brownies. We could eat and, and 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 still enjoy life and food. Absolutely, I think you you've got it down. I, I think I might I might just take you with me everywhere now to to, to give glowing uh, reviews of the book just like that. Thank you so much. Well, I'm an expert in food. I'll tell you that. I <laughs> I can't cook it, but I can eat it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. It's called The Great Cook, and the author is James Brizione, B-R-I-S-C-I-O-N-E. And you can ask for that book by name. You can order it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever fine books are sold. So thank you for joining us. It took us a little bit of time to get James on the phone, but I appreciate your patience on that. And we'll go out with where we left off with Whitney Monjay and her song, Crash.
your soul Just to be a star What put a skill in me Just to watch you play One day. 